So you wanna know how to set goals that you're actually gonna achieve in 2020. But today, we're gonna to take a deep dive into the psychology behind goal setting because that is step one in the process. And we're really gonna uh, give you a breakdown. We've got an awesome series coming up over the next couple of weeks and we're gonna give you a breakdown of how we're gonna go about this because we've had some great questions and comments that have come through. And it seems that goal setting is more uh, popular than I first thought. Uh, all that and more coming up right after this. So guys, in case we haven't met, uh, my name is Yanni Bormeister and uh, to my left here is uh, Dr. Phil. Uh, his real name is Phil White and um, he is of course our resident physiotherapist and uh, go-to guy for everything that we don't know. Between the two of us, or between the three of us really, Rad, Phil and myself, there is nothing that we don't know. Uh, <laughs> But um, yeah, look, well, I've been away for about a month and uh, I've been traveling and touring Europe and have had a fantastic time. I've come back and done what most people do when they come back from holiday, just got really sick and unmotivated. No, that's not true. I'm very motivated, but I am unfortunately quite sick, which is why we haven't done a couple of shows this week. Uh, it's and taken I've been us- in Byron. And, and Phil's been in Byron, yeah, that's dream. right. So. Uh, I've just got my voice back, uh, I can see again, my nose doesn't feel like it's just going to pour out uh, mucus and all things that you don't want to see on live he's camera. back holidays, seven kilos heavier, so he's officially heavier than Rad again for those playing, at, playing along at home of uh, which brother is heavier. That's right, that's uh, right. Yanni currently in the lead. I'm in the lead massively, <laughs> yeah, massively, but it's not the good kilos, uh, unfortunately. Now, um, the, the topic that's, that I've been asked to talk about, it seems that Phil and Rad um, dip their toe in the goal setting pool. It is that time of year. It's uh, New Year's resolution time uh, around the world. People are flocking to try to create new healthy habits. Um, exercise is a good one. And um, unfortunately, the vast majority of you are destined to fail. <laughs> that's just statistics speaking. Uh, and so what we do here at Unity Gym is, um, is quite unique and we go pretty deep into this. Now the boys, um, I'm told, I didn't catch the show, um, sort of dipped their toe in the goal setting pool or pond. Yeah, I mean it was, a, it was a really enjoyable show. We sort of kind of outlined the basics of smart goals and the idea of having uh, you know, a BHAG, which is a big hairy audacious goal, and then how to do the, like, the beginnings of you know, goal setting. But when we were doing it, I was kind of thinking, oh, you know, I just like think we should this should be one for for Yanni I mean Rad is exceptional at um kind of putting together long-term fitness related goals and, and following through he is more diligent in that with anyone I've seen but um with with Yanni he's just um yeah I think if if Yanni wasn't a, a personal trainer and a business owner then he'd be a uh, a goal setting coach because it's just <laughs> once you get him started like that's actually why we're a bit late starting this show today because we were just chatting about what we we're going to talk about and then it ended up being a, a really good morning for me uh <laughs> of, of of goal setting and, and, and ideas but um yeah once you get him started you kind of can't stop so and that's coming from you know a, a lot of uh I guess yeah, that's been a real passion project for you. Over the, that, that's over the exactly years. right. And, I, and I'll give you um, ve just very, very quickly a summarized version as I possibly can about why this is such a passion project for me is because uh, over my entire life I've suffered, I, I've, I've battled with depression. Uh, I've had my own psychological issues going on. And um, that's largely why I started exercising so much. It was, a, it was one of the many tools that I used to manage and, uh, and, and overcome my depression, my battle with depression. And, and and uh, I can uh, confidently, um, with, with a lot of confidence, say that it is um, well and truly behind me, the issues. I still have good and bad days, but now I have the tools um, and I've honed those tools and skills 
to manage it on a day-to-day -day basis and it doesn't affect me uh, very much at all anymore. And, uh, and now I'm very passionate about sort of sharing uh, that 20 year journey of how I got to this point with other people. And it's, um, and I've, I've been allowed to a little bit um, incorporate that into what we do here at Unity Gym. My brother um, keeps a tight rein on me because he doesn't think that it's, uh, it's what people come here for. They come here to exercise. Uh, but we looked at some of the comments um, after the, the, the show that Phil and Rad did um, on a sort of superficial goal setting level and they really were asking, people were asking us if we could go much deeper and, um, and that got us both yeah. very excited. Yeah, and I think it's just so important because like you can really go into the weeds about finding like, you know, really specialized programs and doing really fancy exercises and, and you can spend so much time and, and plenty of money and, you know, your, you know, your emotional bandwidth trying to like do all this fancy stuff to get somewhere. But if you don't have a clear idea about where you're going and what you actually want and what's meaningful for you, both short term and long term, then you can spend a whole lot of time and effort uh, really not achieving what you could be achieving if you had a bit of um, intention around what you're doing. So I think it's so important uh, now and it's probably, I think it's gonna be the most valuable thing we do for the whole year right now is just giving you the tools to really um, be quite direct about what you wanna get in your life, you know, whether that's fitness goals or, you know, a lot of this applies to just life stuff, business stuff, you know, relationships. Yep. Um, but yeah, giving you these tools to work through any kind of goal you want and then how to get there. So yeah, that's I think right. this is really, this is the this is the stuff here. And I'm also kind of keen because, you know, as a new, someone who's just started my own business, um, getting a good, I've been talking to Yanni about this quite a lot, but yeah, working through this as we go through the show is going to be really helpful for me to figure out, you know, exactly how I'm going to get to where I want to be. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's fun because it get, you get to reflect on, you know, how much you've achieved and accomplished and that sort of thing. So for me, it's fun. Richie, can you do me a favor and throw me a pen? Because I've got stuff coming up and, and I just want to make notes as we go along so that I don't forget things. Um, but, um, you know, Today what we thought we'd do is just give a, um, a, a, a sort of a bit of a back, a, a bit of a, what do we call it, a, a, um, a, a big picture view, a big picture view and, and talk about what we're going to cover in this series because we've decided we're going to do this topic this week, finish this week off, introduce some of these concepts and then next week we're going to go deep into each concept and I've spent the morning working my butt off to summarise all of what we're going to talk about comes from uh, a book that I'm writing and um, yes I'm writing a book, uh, it's been four years in the making, five years, Richie's <laughs> laughing up there because it's been a long time in the making. Um, and uh, yeah, that's right. And the and, and the book is split into three sections: mindset, movement, and nutrition. And the this is all coming from the mindset and the I call it motivation and productivity hacking. Um, and so yeah, it's it's exciting. I, I like talking about this stuff. It's something that I'm very passionate about. Understatement of the century. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. right. And it's and it's something that has served me really well. You know, what a couple of the comments have come through about what Rad and I have achieved with our business and with our personal lives and how much we get done, Richard. Phil, myself, and Rad here on a day-to-day -day basis, and a lot of it is attributed so, to the systems we've yeah, got in place. That's part of why I end up deciding to work here because I was like, "Damn, like there's just a non-stop stream of stuff that these guys get done, and you can see it. Like it's posted all over the internet. You just, yeah, that, that doesn't happen without 
some, uh, some know, serious systems, systems in place. place. That's exactly right. And, yeah. you know, I get I talk to people and, and, and they're always fascinated with how we get so much done. And, and the reality is, is and, and it's not nothing I've nothing I've made up. I, I've learned I've worked with lots of mentors along the way and I've read a lot of books. And and, yeah, we just sort of put it together into a nice system. So um, to to give you a bit of a wireframe of what we're going to talk about over the next week, it's uh, we've, we've broken it into three. There's really three areas that you need to focus on when you're setting goals. And I had a big talk to Phil today, and I said, if you're going to let me go deep on this, then there's no way yeah, that the, we I'm can. I'm the reindeer. That's so. right. Yeah, yeah. He's literally <laughs> the one that's keeping me on uh, uh, not not to go too deep because trust me, we can go deep. And how deep is up to you guys based on today's show. So the, the first thing that we have to deal with is the psychology around why certain people achieve their goals and why certain people don't achieve their goals. And it's a big, big book of worms that you can open up and, uh, and, and dive into. And this is the area that I'm super passionate about. Just going to pause to appreciate book of worms. That's a new one. I yeah. Like yeah. What, what is it meant to be? I, I may... Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Just tell him that he can't clean this window today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, we got Daniel, our window cleaner, um, out there who cleans all our glass in the gym, and we have a, a, a thick uh, soundproof window in the studio here that allows us to see out. And he usually comes and does both sides, and um, yep. he won't be able to come got in it. today. Can of worms is what you're looking for. Can of worms, <laughs> book of worms, can of worms. He just got it. Oh, we're oh. professional today. Um, <laughs> but this is what today's going to be like. So if you don't like it, maybe. Um, you know, uh, tune into something more serious because we're really just going to frame up the week today and we're going to introduce these concepts. And for those of you who are interested in goal setting and are interested in productivity and lifestyle and motivation hacking, this is going to be a freaking powerful series for you. I, I'm going to just share everything I've learned over 20 years, really um, summarized into a series of, uh, of videos. And so for those watching right now, it'd be good to either, like we had some really, um, we had about, you know, 20 plus comments here on last week's video about uh, things that you do want to achieve in the short and the long term. So that was really wonderful. And if, you, if you're if you just watching this one and you haven't watched last week, maybe do the same here. But I'd also be interested to hear what big goals you've set in the past and you've actually achieved and maybe a bit of an insight into how you've got there because I think it's a really common thing to goal set, but often it's not such a common thing to reflect on what you've actually, and if it's worked. This, so. is, this is really important because this is where we're going to get started today. This is what I'm going to be talking about um, in the first show. Um, which is the concept of reflection and uh, which, is, which has to be the starting point to any goal setting process because goal, when you create, when you set some goals, and this is, I'm, I'm digressing a tiny bit off the, where I wanted to um, go here, but I, I feel this is important. It's a great time to jump in and say it. When you set goals, I call the goals the vision, and it's maybe so to speak. And then the um, the, the most important part of the goals is the is the plan, which we're going to go into quite deep, which is reverse engineering those goals and making them um, making a tangible plan that you can um, um, progress forward on. And don't worry, I'm skipping over this very quickly now. We're going to go deep into this, um, but. The, th the problem is that that becomes a roadmap for you to get to to get you from where you are now to where you want to go. But like any roadmap, if you don't know your starting point, then there's no way you can plot a destination path. And so the reflection process is essentially establishing your starting point. Um, and that's why I like uh, I, I really like that concept of you know people set New Year's resolutions every year. I much prefer. Um, 
doing a massive ref reflection brain dump and actually reviewing your previous year. Um, and, and then from there, think about setting some goals rather than sitting down and thinking about all these New Year's resolutions that you want. Because New Year's resolutions, we all know they fail. They're, they're useless. It's really nice to, to come up with things that you want to change in your life. That's a great concept. And I'm massive, massively um, um, in favor of that. But if you haven't reflected on what your wins and losses from the year previous, then you don't have a starting point. You're not, you're not actually um, setting a point. And when you create a roadmap, it's going to be useless because you don't really know. You're trying to get yourself from present, but you haven't really identified what that present is and why. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay. So uh, we got a few people. We, we got a fair few people watching live. Hello to everyone. Uh, Karina McCormack, 2020 Vision, quite appropriate. Um, uh, Quok, hello. Yep, there is so much info out there. If you, uh, to summarize what works best and what you can do, awesome, fantastic. Andy Lawson, hello. Um, we've, all, we've got a couple of other people live on here. Um, Abdu, hello. He's still talking about scapular winging. We will. Yeah, it's <laughs> we'll a curious this. one. There are like there are some videos if you go back um, on it, and again, if you haven't seen a professional yet, then yeah, if it's been weeks and weeks of asking this question on the internet, and maybe it'd be time to go and see someone. If see you someone, but I can give mm -hmm. you an exercise to 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 to, to heal your pain uh, at the moment, mate. Scapular push-ups on the floor are a great exercise no, to start with. Long thoracic nerve injury, and then that's and going then, to be, useless. Gonna be useless. useless. Yeah, so, uh, right. maybe your goal can be go see a professional and then get. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> okay, the three key components we're going to talk about when we're breaking this process down is the psychology, which I've just tipped on a tiny little bit. We're going to talk about planning, the planning process, and that's where the tyre meets the road, so to speak. Uh, well, actually, no, it's not. It's kind of where we start to build the car. <laughs> and then the execution, which is where the rubber meets the road. Um, and those three components are all each and as of important as each other, but one must come before the other. You can't do it in the reverse engineered order. It just doesn't work. So. What um, I think probably initiated us to go broader and more macro and to talk about the bigger picture, which I love talking about, is a couple of comments that came through about, you know, people battling with the, um, the, the, the process of, you know, some days they're motivated to work on their goals and some days they're just not and, and, and why that happens and if anyone else can relate. I can't remember the girl. Yeah, so it was Becky, uh, Becca Perry on, on the UMS Group. Movement Mastermind yeah, or the mastermind. tribe? Yep, yep. Uh, not sure. So many Facebook groups. But if you're mm. not part of them, get involved. Um, but yeah, really good. She posted a comment about saying like, yeah, I've you know got like outcome goals that I want, but the I think to summarize is the process, the day to day. You know, some days it feels good, some days it's just a total grind. So uh, I guess she's asking if just for for one, if anyone can relate. And um, I think that's quite a good sort of, uh, we're going to talk about a bit later about commitment buddies, but I think it's really great she's using the group to, um, you know, talk to other people about the, you know, the, th the things that help and the things that are hard about um, this whole process of, you know, achieving your goals. So uh, we'll get to the commitment buddy side of things, but yeah, that's that idea of, you know, it, it's, it's all well and come, good to come up with an, a lofty outcome goal, but if, if you haven't kind of put in a, a process of how to get there, then the 
then the process can be pretty hard. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then on, on top of all of um, breaking down these three things, what Phil and I have discussed and decided to do, which I think is a really cool idea, he's full of good ideas, this guy, it was his idea to do the beginner calisthenics series that him and Rad did while I was away, and that was a real hit. People really enjoyed it. So what we do thought we'd do... Secret to it? It's just get Rad to do what he loves talking about, which is how to coach calisthenics, and then you get Yanni on, <laughs> and you get him to talk about goal setting. So That's I right. I these guys haven't thought of it That's before. right, yeah. <laughs> um... So what we're going to do um, to make it a little bit more interesting is we're going to, uh, when I talk about a concept, we're going to then um, throw it over to how it relates to Phil starting his business because he's just he's he's basically starting his own clinic for the first time here. He's worked in other people's clinics for a long time. I don't know, like eight, ten years. Uh, seven. Seven yep. years. Seven years. And um, and so stepping out and starting his own uh, physio and massage clinic within Unity Gym is a big step, and it's essentially going from, you know, you act like you're a, a business owner when you're working for someone else because you've got to try and attract your own clients, but you're working under the umbrella of their business, you know, they pay the, the electricity bills, they do all, all that sort of stuff. Now, Phil's out doing it on his own and he's got some huge, great, big, hairy, audacious goals that very much align with Unity Gym's big, hairy, audacious goals. And so I thought, well, he thought, why don't we throw it back and forth between the concepts around what we're discussing and how that kind of relates to someone in a practical sense? And we'll use him yeah. a so little bit. Yeah, so we'll get some, some of the, like, I guess, business life goal stuff, but also uh, I'll keen to bring in how it, it applies to you know, you real guys. life physio kind of situations as well, because um, this is really one of the biggest barriers to people having good outcomes with their physio as well. One of the really, I guess, the common thing people go in and they get given like a bunch of exercises, you know, maybe you, you may or may not understand why you're doing them. And then you go away and you feel guilty about not doing the exercise and then you actually physio and they ask, have you done your exercises? And you haven't. So um, it's this kind of, you know, there, has, there hasn't been a matchup of goals and intentions about where you're trying to get to. And if that doesn't happen, then you're not going to get anywhere. So I think it's such an important thing as a physio to really properly understand, um, I guess, the patient journey. And myself having been a, you know, person playing a lot of competitive sport over the years, I've had this exact issue where I've maybe had uh, kind of outcome goals around playing certain tournaments, but that hasn't necessarily put me in the best stead for, um, you know, actually actual performance because I've been focused on the wrong sort of thing and I haven't been able to stay injury free. So I guess, yep. um, yeah, I'm keen to, because again, Yanni can, can just keep talking about this stuff. So I'm going to try and bring it back and, and give you some practical examples, both in business and in, in physio land. Physical about. training. <laughs> and, that, and, and the physio land is not just specific to someone who's got an issue no, or no. compromised body. That's I, gonna... I, I see physio as, you know, training for performance as yeah, well. Like exactly. That's, that's yeah, about, yeah so. that's exactly right. So when we say physio, we mean training essentially, yeah. you know, which is very practical for you guys. So um, the the... First topic, so I've got, yes, we got, we, we're upgrading our system here. We've got more cameras now, so it's pretty epic. And I've got a whiteboard set up over here in case I need to get up and draw some stuff for you guys. This is going to be big, man. Um, the first topic of psychology, and this is a really big one and a hard one for some people to grasp. And I, I am going to be patient because I do know that there are going to be those of you out there that when they hear these concepts for the first time, they're going to start thinking, oh, geez, that's hairy-fairy, you know, um, uh, it's a little bit too yeah, out there. Hairy-fairy rather than hairy-fairy. Hairy-fairy, hairy-fairy, whatever. I just make stuff up. I just make stuff up, yeah. Book of Worms, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Remember, I'm sick. <laughs> and just quickly, on that note, 
How good is Richard's um, uh, Hawaiian glow? I'm actually as white and pasty as you've ever seen me before, but you wouldn't know that because on camera, I look really nice and, and glowing, like I've come back from the Bahamas. Richard's Phil calls what? it the Bahamas glow. Um, yeah, Richie working the camera angles and Ri the uh, saturation dial as well. Think, That's so. exactly right. Yeah, he's got the, he's got yeah, the color topic, going. On topic, on topic. Sorry, yeah. So <laughs> the, first, the very first thing, as I said, that you need to do when you want to start looking at goal setting and efficiency and productivity hacking and uh, that whole umbrella is this reflection process. And on a, on a micro level, you'd reflect on last year if you're going to set goals or new resolutions for this year. On a macro level though, if you want to change something big in your life, and so I'll give you some examples of the type of things that you'd be changing. If you've been someone who's been always overweight your entire life and you want to become lean and athletic for the first time ever, that's a really good example. If you've been someone who's had a long-term injury, and we talk about this a bit, Phil has introduced this concept to me that I absolutely love which is the concept of injury identity if you've had an injury that's just been with you for life and you've never really seemed to shake it uh, no matter who what therapist you go to so you want to become from a compromised person to an uncompromised body um, uh, that's another great example and just on that with the I guess compromised body often it's people who've gone through the healing process and they're actually you know their body's fine yeah but because of the depth to which they feel like this injury is affecting them they'll um, you know, really kind of take that on board and they'll change their, you know, what activities they do, they change yep. the way they, you know, they train, the way they move, um, everything around that injury and, and that detraining effect plus the, um, I guess we've talked a lot about me doing a pain science episode and we've got to do it in the, in the, in the future for sure, but um, it kind of is fairly wrapped up in this. If you really have a um, high perceived threat from your own sort of feelings around this injury that, you know, changed your kind of identity in some meaningful way, then that injury becomes its own identity and can really cause some issues. So it's not necessarily that you have a compromised body anymore, it's just you have a compromised mind about your body. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so um, continuing on, it, you know, those are two good examples. Another really good example would be uh, someone who's been broke all their life and they want to change their financial blueprint. They want to change um, their, you know, in, in the future they want to become wealthy. So going from, you know, someone who struggles financially to someone who's very wealthy. That's another great example of a big change. Um, and so using those three examples, or maybe you're stuck in a career that you just dislike and, and you hate going to work, it's a grind for you and you want to start your own business like Phil. Um, uh, you, don't, you don't want to work for other people anymore. These are big, big, big changes that you're going to not only have to start doing one thing, like one thing, joining a gym isn't going to turn you from uh, being overweight to skinny or, uh, or lean and athletic. Um, uh, going to a physical therapist or physiotherapist isn't going to change necessarily you just like that um, from being that compromised person with an injury identity to, to re relinquishing that and getting rid of it, you know. Uh, going to a financial planner or a new banker is not necessarily going to change your financial outcome and future, you know. Um, the one thing's not going to change those, but what will change those, it's going to require a complete reprogramming of your thoughts and your psychology. And that's where we have to start. And that's where this reflection process on a macro level comes into play. Because what people don't understand is that you actually can change the way you think. And those thoughts on a day-to-day -day basis have a profound impact on your behaviours. You all would have heard the saying, I think it's a... Um, uh, what's the philosopher or the, um, 
Oh, God. Who was the guy that came up with the bloody Confucius? Confu <laughs> We've got a quote on our front door that says, a, thousand, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And it's a very famous Confucius um, quote. And uh, I was trying to remember him anyway. He, he has been famously quoted saying, you know, your, your thoughts become your um, actions, your behaviours, your behaviours become your actions, your actions become your results or something along those lines. It's very, very true. But what we don't often talk about is the fact that your thoughts can be reprogrammed and your thoughts are very much your current program. And uh, I think the easiest way to create the analogy is that the brain is very much working like a computer. I don't know if you guys know this, but the Google algorithm, every computer to date has been modeled off the human brain. Our, our way of um, accessing data and our search engine inside that's inbuilt, that's what they're trying to model for AI and for computers, okay? So if you can, the easiest way to think about this is that your brain is essentially one of the most powerful or the most powerful quantum computer on the planet. And and, um, it, and, and it therefore can be reprogrammed just like any computer can. You can upgrade the software, so to speak. And I often say it's very funny, this fascinates me that people just don't understand or grasp this concept. We understand the fact that we have to continually upgrade the software on our smartphones and our laptops and our tablets, but we can't grasp the concept that we can upgrade the software on our uh, most important computer, which is our brain, you know. And um, so for those big changes that often people are trying to set goals for in their New Year's resolution, the, thing, the reason why they're failing is because they're, not, they're failing to upgrade that software. They're failing to, to, to align their thoughts to these, these New Year's resolutions yeah, and goals. Right. So you're trying to, basically it's like you're trying to run the you know, most current version of, uh, I don't know, Adobe soft, like video like, uh, editing software on Windows 95. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so you've got these, you have, you've got these goals where you've, you're really trying to do something quite advanced, but you're, you know, you're working with you're working the, with very the outdated software. Thoughts, mid belief you had when you were. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah. And I'll give you an example of something I said to Phil recently when we were having a little bit of a planning session with his business. I said, you know. Um, you know, when he first came in, he was looking very micro, business name, what his logo was going to look like, this and that. And I, and I said to him, you know, you're, you're now a business owner. You're not just a, a phys physiotherapist. Um, you need to start looking much more macro at, you know, where you want to be in 10 years. Like, what kind of business? Do you want an online business? Do you want a brick and mortar business? You know, do you want to be confined to only being able to help people that walk in your door or would you are you thinking big do you want to help millions of people you know spoilers i'm thinking big yeah that's exactly <laughs> right i mean this it got it got him going wow okay holy shit and i said you know you need to change the way you think you know you're not a you're not a physiotherapist anymore don't think like a physiotherapist you're a business owner now and you've got the potential to build something that can potentially help millions and millions of people as opposed to helping hundreds of people who book an appointment and come and see you and lay on your table and that completely revolutionized the way he approached work and, 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 and his business. And now he's completely overwhelmed with how many things he wants to achieve in his life. <laughs> but now it's a matter of getting that down and, and actually... Just a disclaimer, if you are seeing me for physio in the appointment, it's very unlikely that you will lie on the table because you'd be doing exercise. <laughs> there you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so that's the first step. The first step is, uh, is actually understanding... So that with the thoughts, um, I guess you've kind of got what I put up on the... Um, 
uh, on the thumbnail is the thoughts, ego, and emotions. So yep. Yep. this thoughts part of it is that, that first part. Yep, that's right. Well, let's, let's well, how related. much time are we done? Okay, good. Yeah, I've got, good. A, I've got a client at 12, so we've got okay. to get moving. When did we start? At 11? Uh, 10 past. Jesus, yeah. Um, right. So we're cranking, yeah. Yeah, so thoughts, you were talking about your your story, and I think that's one thing, that one is one word that you were talking about before we started the show, but you haven't used it in the show yet, and that's your story. So that's the, um, you know, the story you tell yourself about yourself and, you know, the story you think that other people see in you, and I think that's a really key concept to come up like, to think about because it, it just really encapsulates a lot of what you've just talked about there so yeah absolutely the the, uh, the story goes really big really macro the story is you, you know what's what, what's happened in the past that's led to you being you today which, which is the you know the influences it can be your schooling it can be it's influenced by so many different things your environment your religion your religious beliefs your parents and their their beliefs and dogmas you know yeah so and, one example of that is my you know my mom uh, she's 66 now and um, you know she did some yoga in her 20s but apart from that never did any exercise and she always just kind of you know had that story about herself that she was just someone who doesn't really enjoy exercise she always liked bushwalking but never really you know wasn't someone who did sports and um, you know or, or enjoyed exercise and then uh, it started with her training here and getting a bit of um, experience in actual coaching where you, you build that self-efficacy that, that you know, you, you, you're learning how to do things, you get some good guidance and then she realized like, oh, okay, maybe it was just, you know, that story I told myself about exercise that was what she didn't like, but you know, this kind of different style helped. And then from here, there she moved into doing ocean swimming and we did a 2.8 kilometer swim last year together, both of us not being swimmers. And um, and now she joins, she's in a bush walking club and she just went on a six day hike in Tasmania and does weekly, like twice a week training where you're doing intervals and stairs and all sorts of stuff. So she's changed that story about herself and exercise. And it's, you know, that's at the age of 66. So it's never too late to change your story about yourself. And, you know, she's happier than I've ever seen her. And it's really- Absolutely, nice so. absolutely. And it all, it all starts with identifying that there is a, in fact a story there that is playing out that is contributing and basically dictating what you think about every day and how you approach every situation and there's a few examples of what can be changed you know you can go from a very pessimistic person to a very optimistic person which is critical if you're trying to make big changes in your life you can, because there are going to be failures along the way and you need to learn to identify the 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 good in those failures and the lessons that are that are sort of uh, neatly tucked in, in in there and disguised um, you need to be able to, you know, see things from a more positive light and 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 take a uh, a more powerful stance in life. You know. Yeah, and it's easy to say see things more positively, but obviously, you know, you can't fix depression overnight by just saying think positively, and that's by no means what Yoni's talking about here. But rather, you know, understanding that you can change that sort of view. Yeah, all I want you to do right now at this stage as a first step is identify that this is all playing out. Irrespective of whether you like what I'm saying or not, it, it, this, is re this is reality. This is not my opinion. This has come from hundreds of years of re psychological research. Um, our, our, um, our pro I, I call it our programming. Our program comes from our past and it's not, we don't, we, we don't have freedom of thought like we think we do. Everything that you think is made up from stuff that's happened, that's been, inf that you've had influence by. So the first step, the very first step to making change in life and setting goals is to identify that your thoughts leading to behaviors may be sabotaging the goals that you're going to set. And, and if that's the case, if you've had trouble achieving the goals that you set for yourself in the past, then that's step one for you. You need to reprogram your brain. You like need first is identify your story. Yeah, so that's exactly really right. Think. 
think honestly about what you're doing. Now, in the interest of time, I think we should move on to the next one. Before you do, smash that like button if you haven't already. Um, and maybe just have a quick look at some of the comments here as well. We've got a few here. So, Biocid. Um, you should, uh, Karina said, you should do a goal vision life planning workshop. Sweet. I've tried for so many years, and we actually had a really successful one. Uh, there was about 50 or 60 people that turned up. We did it, I think, in 2015 or 16. It was called our Vision Intensive Workshop, and uh, I wanted to do it every year around this time, but um, Rad just wasn't very keen on it. I don't know. We could revisit it, yeah, but yeah. Do an online one. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, Hollywood production. Now, mate, okay, yeah. awesome. Richie with the camera angles. Um, Bioxide, welcome. I haven't seen you on the uh, stream a, before. Yeah, gym member. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Seven, seven it's plus. moved up some of my goals this year, which I had to uh, chat to Phil about last Thursday when he helped me out. That's awesome. One of my goals last year when I joined the gym was to do a single pull-up. I thought it would take me closer to six months based on my strength at the time. Managed to hit it in three months. That's yeah, yeah. freaking awesome, man. Yeah, so and that's good reflection too. Yeah. Um, so, so next one is ego. Ego. And this is something that um, I, like, I, I want to actually do a, a whole show on each of these. So ego is something that has to be dealt with because... We all have egos, some huge, like me and Rad, some more contained, like Phil uh, and Richie. Um, and ego can be your best um, asset and it can be your worst enemy. And you know, there are many great books, like Ego is the Enemy out there, that um, is a, a really worth Just reading. Know, I have like a, a real sneaky ego where I feel like I try and come across as easygoing and then you put me, like I start playing sports and I go a bit like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's uh, what he just did then, um, which is a form of justification, is, um, is a form of ego. So I'm going to go through the seven ego traits um, in uh, probably tomorrow's show, and we're going to talk about strategies and ways of managing that and, and what can happen if you don't identify them and, 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 and work on that in yourself. And then we're also going to talk about emotions. And this is a big one. This is a big one that I've gone into very heavily with my emotional management. Um, emotions, we often, um, uh, uh, we call it cognitive effusion. We fuse to our emotions and we think that our emotions are part of our character, but they're not. And our emotions are the biggest, uh, between our ego and our emotions, they're the bi biggest two things that are going to self-sabotage and cause you to, to sort of divert off your goal path and, uh, and stuff it all up. So those are two things that you need tools and systems and processes in place, particularly for the type of person who is highly emotionally strung or uh, I find very creative people really need to work on these um, and, and, and hone these strategies and skills more so than people who um, are probably a little bit less creative and more practical, more, um, uh, what do you call it? What's the opposite to creative? Uh, people that are like intellects hyper, hyper maybe. Rational. Intellects, I don't know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the psychology block, and we're going to we're going to try and cover those three thoughts, ego, emotions tomorrow and Friday, and then next week we're going to go into planning and execution. And planning is purpose, values, and vision. All of those three components are critical. And then execution is programming, execution, and accountability. So essentially, uh, I, once we've identified these thoughts and psychology component, then we're going to give you some strategies on how to reprogram if you do identify that there are some issues there that are uh, making it hard for you to achieve your goals. Um, yeah, so for those who put down their goals last week in, that com um, in the comment section of the last video, 
uh, you've like a lot of people put their kind of BHAGs and then their um, sort of movement goals. And so for the planning next week, we'll be talking about how you work backwards from your goals. And, and it might even, the planning might even make you reconsider some of your goals. And it might yeah, make absolutely. you, uh, which again can save you so much time and effort if you figure, you know, if going through this, you look at your, your purpose and your values and you find out that there's actually something kind of, you know, maybe different and maybe bigger than what you originally thought. Yeah. Um, and then um, go from there. So yeah, absolutely. And I'll give you a little um, uh, a tea are a sneak peek into the future. If your goals, which are down here, or the, I'll go even deeper and say the daily behaviors, the habits, the schedule, what does your diary look like, your planner day to day, if that doesn't align with the goals, which don't align with your values, your vision, and your purpose, if anything in that is out of out of alignment, there's a very high probability that you will not achieve your goals and you'll self-sabotage uh, and end up back here at the end of this, or at the start of next year, wondering why you didn't achieve the things that you wanted to achieve. So, you know, there's, there's, there is a really, really good strategy and process, and, and it's no fluke that we've achieved what we've achieved. It's because we follow this process um, very, very carefully, and, uh, uh, it's very powerful and I'm super excited to be rolling this out over the next five, six, seven uh, shows. So uh, that's pretty much it for today, guys. It's a, it's a bit of a summary. Um, it would be really, really good to get some, some comments and feedback if you're watching this live or if you watch it uh, in the replay. Uh, that you're interested in this because the more interest we get, the deeper we're going to go. And um, if we don't get a lot of interest, then we'll just sort of go on a superficial level. We'll give it to the people that have sort of asked for some basics. And then we'll just go back to doing bicep curls on camera. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> and ab crunches. Now, there is a document that I've linked in the description. Uh, it's called our fitness strategy template and this is a, a basic tool that we use with our members here to help them in this process it's all about reverse engineering the goal it's going to mean very little to you from based on what we've spoken about today but we're going to use that tool later on down the track so we're going to give it to you for free we've set up a, 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 a landing page so if you click on that link it'll take you through um, put your email in, it's going to send you that document and then you'll be able to work through this with us next week when we're going through it. I'm going to link it in every show and we'll just tell you that you can go and grab it if you want to and if you want to go through this process so we can help you at a higher level. And if you know some people, like if you've been having chats around the office or at your gym about people who are you know, currently figuring out what they're doing and been talking New Year's resolutions and you know, point them our way, like we really like to help as many people as you can and we, you know, we get so many comments saying, can't believe it's not more popular. Yeah. Well, it's up to you guys to help us. Yeah, that's so. exactly right. Yeah, and, I, and I am very passionate about this topic, so uh, it's it's going to be exciting. I'm really, really keen to get, get going into it, sink our teeth into it. Good which, to see you so into this stuff, Karina. Love it. Yeah, um, absolutely. All right, guys, that's pretty much it for yeah, today. Uh, we're going to dive into it, getting started tomorrow. We're going to go deep into psychology, and um, I hope you guys join us for it. Until then. Ciao. See you tomorrow. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. It's the gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.